This Time in History with the podcast guy, Matt King. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to our podcast. Unfortunately, for some, our topics that we talk about may be offensive to some people. The topics that we discuss could also be triggers, and we want you to be aware of that. If you are in need of help, please talk to a professional, a family member, or a friend. We are not medical professionals, and we don't claim to be. We are just two guys with a microphone and a platform. Please listen with discretion. Welcome to This Time in History, Minnesota Edition. I'm Matthew, here with Stephen. Hey, guys. And today we're going to be talking about Brandy Vela. Brandy Vela is an 18-year-old from Texas, and she fatally shot herself in front of her family in November 2016. Jesus. This was after months of cyberbullying, harassment, and stalking. Four months after that, police arrested her ex and his new girlfriend in connection with her suicide. Vela's ex, Andreas Arturo Villagomez, and the woman he reportedly dating, Corinthia... Sanchez Romero were charged in the case. Villa Gomez reportedly posted naked pictures of Vela online, while Romero allegedly harassed Vela through constant calls and threatening text messages. Villa Gomez has been charged with unlawful disclosure or promotion of intimate visual material, while Romero has been charged with online personation and stalking. So on November 29th, 2016, uh, Brandy's sister, Jackie, said she knew something was wrong when she got a text from Brandy saying, I love you so much, please remember that, and I'm sorry for everything, end quote. Brandy's sister, uh, Jackie, reportedly then entered their family's home in Texas City and found Brandy leaning against the wall of her bedroom, holding a gun to her chest. Quote, I started yelling, Brandy, stop, talk to me, end quote, Jackie recalls. Her family quickly came home, but there was no convincing Brandy. Quote, I can't do this anymore, end quote, Brandy said, according to the family. Quote, I'm tired, and I've come too far not to do it, end quote. And she then pulled the trigger. Fuck. Jackie told People Magazine that the family knew Brandy was being bullied, but she, but they thought she merely brushed it off and didn't care. Obviously she did care. Jackie said that the teen had always been bullied for her weight, but the cyberbullying ramped up in April of that year. Brandy's family claims her bullies made up fake Facebook accounts to post about her looks and weight, and each time the pages were reported, they'd merely create new profiles days later. The online tormentors reportedly posted in their profiles that Brandy would, quote, offer sex for free, end quote. Quote, they would say really, really mean things like, why are you still here? They would call her fat and ugly. She was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. The only thing people could find to pick on her was her weight, end quote. Jackie says her sister changed her phone number and reported the bullying to police, but was told that they couldn't help her. 
Jackie says this about the authorities. Quote, they couldn't do anything because the suspects used an app and it wasn't traceable. And they couldn't do something until something happened, like they fight. End quote. Now, according to Pacers National Bullying Prevention Center, which I'm assuming is somewhere in the States, 20% of students report being bullied. But that number is far from complete, as an estimated 64% of bullied students do not report the harassment. That's the thing. There's a lot that doesn't get reported, so nobody knows about it. And here it's from something like that. They just never mentioned it to anybody. And they just lived in fear of it until it took their life. Like, Moreover, 15% of students report having been bullied online. Their looks, body shape, and race were among the most cited points of harassment that bullies made. Laws about bullying vary from state to state, and their cyber bullying clauses vary accordingly. Of course, a trial cannot bring Brandy back or undo the pain caused by the bullying. But some states are beginning to take bullying as seriously as they should. For example, in February 2017, a manager of a Dairy Queen was charged with involuntary manslaughter after 17-year-old Kenneth Sutner died by suicide in, t- in December of 2016. A jury found that the manager had bullied Kenneth Kenneth so much that it may have been a direct factor in his death. Jesus. See, that's... But there it says right there. The laws vary from state to state. Yeah. And so do the cyberbullying clauses. So whatever little laws or big laws that they have, some have big laws, maybe some have little laws, and then their cyberbullying clauses, they need to be reinforced... And, and, then, and then they need to be enforced by the police. Like, I know the police are busy and stuff with a lot of other things, but <laughs> these things are important too, like the cyber and shit for the birds. I have a couple questions for you. How do you think this guy got a picture of her naked? Yeah, see that. Do you think he took it, or do you think she gave it to him? I don't know. Could be either. Yeah. But just because they broke up... But, I'm oh, assuming okay. at some point they were together. Yes. That's well, that's what, what it sound that's what it sounded like they were boyfriend and girlfriend for a while and then he left her for this other one. But apparently like why was he bothering her if he left her like I don't know, some some And with the girlfriend too. Some guys, like, was, you know, they they need to get the last fucking word. Like <laughs> I I don't I don't know. Like why is he bugging her? She could have went on with her life just as, you know. So that that's the first How did he come to get the picture. Yeah, like, if she didn't give it to him or while they were together, it's very possible that, you know, he took the picture. Or maybe, you know, she had it and sent it to him, like, if they were dating. And Okay, so no, I have three questions. So that, my second question is a picture-related question. Yeah. When was this picture taken? Because according to this report, according to my reports, she killed herself in November of 2016... She was 18. Now... Yeah, that's legal age. You're, you're absolutely right. So her life's just beginning and she's taking it away from herself. I don't understand that. Like, why would she do that? If she knew she was 18, now she could move on. 
She's an adult. She can do her own thing. Kick these assholes, fight them. Instead of fighting, she, yeah, turned to suicide, like, because she wouldn't talk. Like, even her family right there, and she wouldn't, you know, still wouldn't talk to them. Talk to the sister, talk, you know. Sister tried to talk her down, it wasn't working. So, I looked online, and maybe I'm looking in the wrong places, but I can't find a birthday for her. Yeah. I know she's 18, but I don't know her birthday. So, my question is, when these pictures were taken, how old was she? Yeah. Was she 17? Because if she's 17, that's child pornography. Depending on the state, again. So. You know, like, because their laws differ so much in every place, so you got to be careful with that. Okay, and then I have another question. My second question is, where did she get the gun? Yeah, that's another good question. Was it, did they have guns in the home? Like, a lot of people do. You know, these are normally Accessible locked up. Accessible to the but children, though? Not normally. But, I mean, she's really not a child anymore. Well, if she's 18, could it possibly be her gun? Could be. She could have reg registered a gun under her name. Or it could have been a family gun. I'm assuming it was a handgun. It could have been a family gun at home. You can't exactly shoot yourself with a rifle, no. can you? Well, no, kind of hard to, to do you that. Know, yeah, you got to aim. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, for her to do this, she would have, yeah, she had to have found a gun somewhere. So if there was one in the house... Very possible she knew where the key and the ammo and that was for it because, you know, she's an adult now. If anything was to happen, she was there alone, she needs to protect herself also. You know, so she might have been taught. Just this shit but, just keeps happening. But, like I said, then, like you said, it could, maybe it was her own gun. We don't know. There's not a lot of detail on a lot of this stuff. I tried to look for it. Maybe I'm looking in the wrong places. I just... Yeah, this one's just It just, just makes not, me sad. Like, to, you know, and to do it in front of your family. Yeah. That's Her parents that's, and grandparents and sister. Like, that's ballsy. Like, I don't know if I'd have the balls to be able to do it in, in front of them all. In front of your parents? Like. And your grandparents? You know. Jesus. Like, it's it's just so sad. And I know this case is from 2016. I know we're in 2022. But it just keeps happening. Like, that's a vision the parents that'll never get out of their heads. You know. And her sister and grandparents, like, that's, that's just horrifying. That's why it's hashtag time to push back against governments and schools and police and, and other authorities and hold these people accountable. They don't, they either don't think they have to or I don't know, but they have to be, they, they have to do the right thing. And, and if they have to be forced to do the right thing, then so be it. Yeah. Because this this keeps happening. We need laws in place. And then once the laws are in place, we need them enforced. And we need everybody to be on the same page, from the government to the police to the schools. Sometimes the schools can go off the beaten path and, and enforce their own rules or choose which rules to enforce. Now, in this case, I, I know it's not a lot of information on what you got. Where can we lay the blame? It's a thing because, I mean, we don't know where the gun came from. We don't know if she purchased that herself, if it was in the home, where she could get at it. Yeah, but, but if it wasn't a gun, it would have been some other method. No, but where did she come up with that gun? Like, she didn't just pull it I, out of her ass. I don't blame the parents. I gotta you be know, honest Well, with you. no, I don't either. 
I mean, if they had a gun in the house, yes, I could see why, because, I mean, a lot of people do. In the and States, if, you have the right to bear arms. And her being old enough to know where it was, in that case, she's ever there alone and something was to happen. Actually, yeah, she's an adult. You know? She has rights to bear arms, too. But we don't see there's too many missing pieces. Well, from what we do know, it's... Uh, so she found the a boy, gun somewhere. The, the ex-boyfriend and, and his then new the, girlfriend. Yeah, like that were... And did, they were charged, were they not? Yes, they were. I don't know whatever happened with it. Yeah, like, that's another thing. There's not a lot there about that. But they were charged. Like, and they damn well should have been. It was them that were doing it, you know? Sending pictures and text messages and just being nasty with her for no reason. She wasn't bothering them. I don't understand. You, you, well, I'm you're not bothering dating you, a new you know. girl. Get on with your life. Yeah. Fuck off and leave mine alone. Right. You, you know, you couldn't have said it. I couldn't have said it better than you just did right there. Like it is what it is. Get the fuck over it. You got the new girlfriend. You're happy. Like fuck off out of my life. Leave me alone. I will move on. That's the problem with mental health stereotypes. We need to normalize saying no and people accepting it. People, people think that no doesn't mean no these days. Well, no, that's the ball. That seems to be the way. There's so much happening out in this world, and no doesn't seem to be in their vocabularies. They want something, they take it now. It's just sad. You know, it's just fucking sad. Soon enough, they're just going to have to open up land and more land and more land and build more jails and more jails because that's where everybody's going to be. Because, you know, if you step out of line, there's usually consequences. But now these people are killing themselves off over bullying and stuff, and nothing's being done about it. That's why we need laws in place. You know, but yet, need, it, but the, yet it's a cold winter. Enforced. It's a cold winter, so okay, well, geez, I don't want to be cold this winter. Where I'm, you know, pretty much homeless. What the hell do I do? Ah, oh, I'm going to go rob that store with a machete or something. You raise a good point. There and I'm home. going to do that so that they'll put me in jail. Then i got a warm place, and I'm going to be fed there and looked is, after for there, the winter. There is a homeless problem in... Most places in the United States, you know, as and they well look at Canada, and a lot of these people do a lot of these young ones we and stuff. Homeless, they do it. We have a homeless problem here in Toronto. Yeah, like you know, but the thing is, like with our homeless problem stuff, I'm just saying, like some of them would go to the extent, yeah, get thrown in jail for the winter. You got a warm place and stuff to stay. Like you're good to go. I actually know a guy who would do that. He calls it going on vacation. Yeah. Like, because they're fed three meals a day, they get their snacks, their reading time. Their exercise. Like, yeah, like, you know, they've got it all. Well, I think that this situation is just fucking sad, and I wish I could say something else, but it, that's just really what it comes down to, Stephen. Yeah, like, I mean, there was no need of her doing what she did. I just, I can't, I can't even wrap felt, my mind around how she could do it in front of her she family. She just felt like she had no other well, way. That's I, what... I would have held off and did seem, it another day away that, from the family. That seems to be the theme going around. Now, all the all the, the cases that we've looked at, all the, the people that have taken their own lives, yes. they've had no, they feel like they've had no other way. But if you've gotten to that point and you've got your family in front of you talking you down and stuff, like, I mean, wouldn't that be enough? See, I wouldn't be able to go through with it. I'd have to wait and do it another day when nobody was around because I couldn't handle doing it in front of the family. I'd rather be found later. Like I said, it's just sad. Like, but that's just, yeah. But to bring you to that, you know, your your mind to bring you to that state that you would, you know, take your own life in front of your parents and grandparents and your siblings, like, 
that's that's harsh because they have to live with that scene for the rest of their lives and that's going to do it for today's episode remember to uh rate share like follow all them nice words it really helps the podcast and we really appreciate it so until next time you're listening to this time in history i'm matthew and he's steven peace out (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.